This is the qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified with Ryan Huff. What's going on, everyone? Hope you're having an amazing day as always, and welcome back to the qualified. I know I got the laughs already, man. Welcome back to the qualified, y'all, where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. My name is Ryan Huff. I am your host. Thank you so much for listening. Whether this is your first time or this is your 74th time, considering this is episode number 74, welcome back, man. Seriously, I appreciate every single one of y'all taking the time out of your day. It means a lot, man. Seriously, I don't say that lightheartedly. It means a lot because I know there are a lot of options in the podcast realm. I know there are a lot of other amazing podcasts in addition to ours. Um, and for the fact that you gave our podcast a listen today is special. It means a lot. And I really, really appreciate that. So thank you so much for your time. And I will not disappoint you today, man. It's going to be an awesome episode. Y'all, this is episode number 74. And the reason, if you are new to this podcast, the reason this podcast is called The Qualified is for this reason. I believe that we are all qualified to make a difference in the world we live in. However, there's a massive difference between having potential, you know, being qualified to do something great with your life and actually going out there and making it happen, which is why on this show we discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life, as well as things of inspiring guests like the one we're going to have next week. Y'all. I'm super freaking pumped for that episode and things of inspiring guests that they've done in theirs that have helped to make a change. And my hope, y'all, with every episode, whether it's my podcast or another amazing podcast you listen to, is that whenever you get value out of it, that you use what you heard on a consistent basis to make a change in your life. You implement it. You start applying it on a consistent basis, man, because like we're not, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a habit. So what good is it is to, to what good, what good would it be to get some amazing content like you're going to get today and then not use any of it going forward in your life? So I just encourage you with that, man, which whether it's my podcast or any other amazing podcast, please use the information that you're given. Guys, I got to tell you about the fee with this podcast. Don't worry. I'm not going to tell you to Venmo me some money right now. <laughs> what, I, what I refer to with the fee is this. It's not money. Um, I'm talking about whenever you get value, would you please share it out with a friend? Let someone else know that you got value out of it and tell someone about it, man. Whether it's your Uber driver, a good friend of yours, a family member, someone in your workout class, or maybe someone at the library, whichever that is to you, just let someone know about it. Tell someone about it. And the reason I ask that is for this reason. The more eyes and ears that we have in this podcast, the better ability we have to make an impact in someone else's life in a positive way. And that's the ultimate goal of this, guys. Like I said, with the ultimate goal of this podcast being to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Well, the more eyes and ears we get on this, the more people that we can be a catalyst for positive change in their life. And dude, that's what the qualified family is all about, man. Making this world a better place together. So if you could do that for me, I really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, subscribe. Definitely encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. That way you can be notified whenever new episodes come out. And if you've been listening for several episodes, you're already several episodes deep, baby. You're going in and you're having a gay old time. I encourage you to leave a five-star review and a written review would go a long ways as well. If you have the time, it takes like, oh golly, it takes like what, 30 seconds to leave a, to leave a written review. It takes you know half a second just to scroll down very bottom and leave a five-star review. That would help me out tremendously and I'd really appreciate that. And guys, speaking of making a positive impact, there's an organization I started called Qualified Apparel that feeds families across America through selling apparel. And what's really awesome is that every item we sell Every one item we sell provides 20 meals for families in America. And guys, to date, we're at 21,400 meals for families in America, which is outstanding, dude. Like, I am so freaking pumped about that. And the qualified family are the reason for making that happen. So a huge thank you to every one of y'all who have done business with us. We have a lot of our fall stuff listed already. And I encourage you to go check that out. We're actually aiming to beat, we're aiming to break 30,000 meals by year's end. And um, we're at, like I said, 21,400 right now, which means we only need to sell 430 items until the end of the year to break 30,000 meals. So if you're looking for a Christmas present, I should say, and looking for, you know, just or just some, some great high quality, super positive apparel for yourself um, that also makes a positive impact with every purchase, I definitely encourage you to check it out. Link for that is in the description. Y'all, let's get into this episode today. Like I said, this is episode number 74, and today's episode, we are talking about, the title of it is going to be this. It's a quote by Denzel Washington I, that I freaking love, 
it says ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. And what we're going to be talking about, actually, technically, the title is going to be put a, putting a why in there. So why ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. And y'all, I I don't think it's a great uh, like mystery more so that taking the easy route is always more threatening to progress than hardship. But, you know, hey, for the chance occurrence that you don't know that, we're going to talk about it today, baby. Let's rock and roll. So whenever it says that, so just that statement right there, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So hardship, hard times, things that you go through, things that you experience, things that are not pleasant, things that are not fun. Dude, that is called L-I-F-E. That is called life, man. Life is full of hardships. And you know what, dude? The things that we go through in our life, the hardships that we experience in our life, whether that's maybe you're going through a hard time right now. You know, recently my mom was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer and that was a hard week, bro. <laughs> that was a hard week. There was a, a girl that I liked as well that, you know, didn't, uh, things didn't work out, working out um, that same week, matter of fact. And uh, then my mom tells me she's got stage four colon cancer. I was like, holy smokes, this is a heavy week, man. And I understand that, you know, some people's, you know, you know, level 10 of like hardships and such are, are different from other people. But, dude, I hadn't experienced a whole lot up until that point. And uh, so that was a rough week. But like, man, like life happens, dude. Things happen. You know, loved ones get cancer. People, you know, people pass away. Tragedies happen. Things happen in life. So hardships are really an inevitability. However... When it comes to, like I said, like like with this podcast, talking about, you know, qualified to do more with your life, qualified to achieve amazing things. When it comes to creating the life that you were born to live, when it comes to creating the life that you were qualified to step into, it's not going to be easy. Dude, it's not going to be easy. But here's the thing. You could easily take the easy route. You could easily take the road less traveled. You could easily, like let's say, for example, if you wanted to you know, have a, a great body, right? Let's say, for example, you you know that you're capable of more and you want to take your body to the next level. You know, you know, you have some extra weight to lose. You know, you have, you know, you, you want to get that six pack. You want to get more toned. You want to do this or that, have that summer bod. You know, it's, it's, you know, October right now. You want to get that summer bod ready for spring break or summer, whichever. And, but you know, here's the thing. You go, so you get fired up. You might get some motivation from this episode or another, you know, book or whatever, and you go to the gym, you know, you get a gym membership, you get your workout clothes, whatever, you go to the gym, you get in there, you work out, you get a good sweat on, you're feeling great. The next morning you wake up and you are sore as heck. <laughs> and you, what happens? A lot of people at that point, whenever they face that hardship, they quit and they decide to take the easy route because they realize the basically the fee, the charge that it's going to take in order for them to achieve at that higher level so they don't go through it. They don't they don't just keep moving forward even though even though they know dang well that if they continue doing that work, they continue showing up to the gym, they continue eating the right foods, they continue doing the right things, saying no to things they used to say yes to, that they will get to where they're going. However, most people in life, I know I've been there, dude. I know I've been there when it comes to like my business or when it comes to like uh, my body as well. Like I sometimes I don't want to say no to some things. I want to say yes. And I'll be like, no, heck yeah, man. I'm going to live my best life over here, right? And I'm going to get whatever I want. But for you to achieve at a higher level, you've got to be just as strong about saying no as you do to say things you want to say yes to as well. The people that are most successful, I think, I think Warren Buffett is credited with this quote. So the people that are most successful are not the ones that say yes to everything. They're the ones that also say no to a lot of things as well. Like, no, I can't go out tonight. No, I can't. I'm No, I'm not going to eat this food. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do this. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, it's all relative to what your goals are and what you want to do with your life. But dude, if you choose to take the easy route when it comes to your life, let's say, for example, in your career, right? And you are, man, I know this is going to hit home for a lot of, a lot of people. Um, let's say in your career and you, at one point, you know, you wanted to break three, break free and you wanted to go out and start your own business, right? And so you did, you went out there and you took a chance and you maybe got a, maybe got a small business loan, or maybe you had some money saved up and you got, or you had a, had a partner, whatever. And you went out there and tried, tried doing it and it didn't work out or, 
even worse, you didn't even try and you knew you started on the process and you knew the price it was going to take in order for you to achieve that. And it scared the heck out of you. And that fear prevented you from achieving or from even taking the action, I should say. Maybe you maybe you're maybe you were driven by perfectionism, right? And you wanted it to be perfect and you didn't want it because you feared the judgments of other people. Well what my, what 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 will other people think if I if I go out there and I and I do it? Well you're really not you're more so scared about the judgments of other people. You're scared about what people will think if you fail. You know? And it's and that's dude, that's a valid that's a valid argument, man. That's a valid statement. I'm not belittling that by any means. But here's what happens. If you allow that to stop you, you end up, uh, there's, a, there's a book that I love, and actually I highly recommend it to everyone, um, literally everyone who's listening to this right now. It's called Wired for Success, Programmed for Failure. And what happens oftentimes in those situations, whenever we know the price it's going to take, and we know what it's going to do, and or more so, you know, or maybe you're in the other other boat where you tried and you failed, and you're not going to do it again, whatever, because of that pain of that failure, pain of rejection, or the pain of the judgment of other people, and you chose to go the easy route. Well, here's what happens: you choose so settling. You choose to settle is what happens. You choose to settle, and what settling is, it's a form of coping. This is what that book talks about, Wired for Success, Program for Failure. It's by Dr. James B. Richards. I highly recommend it. Go to Amazon, buy it. <laughs> It'll change your life. And one of the things it talks about is that when people settle, they settle for this reason. Because whenever they settle into their life, maybe they settle in a relationship, right? They know it's not the right relationship, but because of kids, but because of they've always been with this person or because of X, Y, or Z, they just choose to settle for this relationship when they know it's not how good it could be, right? And they're not committed to, maybe their partner's not committed to making it better. Maybe you're not committed to making it better and you just settle. Or maybe you're in your job, right? And you work in a nine to five and you wake up every morning and you freaking hate that you have to go to work. You know, you, you look forward to Friday. You're, you're anxious. You're elated about Friday. There's a, there's a woman that I, there's a, at a shop that I print out of. And, um, every day when I come in and I say, Hey, how are you today? And she's like, Oh, it's Monday. And like she, but she doesn't like Mondays. She hates Mondays, which I, I never understood that. I'm like, why people hate Mondays? Here's the reason. And she's always looking forward to Friday and such, which I, I, I get it. I understand that. But like the reason you're looking forward to Friday is because you hate what you're doing and you're, you hate what you're doing. You're not enjoying what you're doing. So you're looking forward to the weekend as, as a, as a means of getting away from, the getting away basically as a means of, um, what is it? Alleviating some of the stress, if you will, some of the anxiety, some of the discomfort that you experience when it comes to, you know, hating, hating what you're doing. Right. And you look forward to the weekend and then on Sunday, what happens? You dread it, man. And you dread the fact that you got to go back to work and it's a process. You go over and over and over again, but here's the thing. You work in your nine to five or eight to four, whatever, and you're settling. You're settling for a life that's underneath what you know your capabilities are. But oftentimes why we do this is because whenever we settle, we use that as a, because settling is a coping mechanism. And coping never actually addresses the actual issue, you know? And like, for example, if you get out of a relationship that was really difficult for you and you go and you use, you maybe turn to alcohol or maybe you turn to sleeping around with someone else or maybe you turn to whichever, by doing that to cope and not allowing yourself to feel, not allowing yourself to heal, heal with an H, you're not allowing yourself to heal and feel your emotions, what's happening? You're not actually fixing the issue. You're not actually fixing the problem. You're not actually allowing yourself to heal up, to get better, and to move forward past your problem. So since you start coping you never actually fix the problem. So going back to your career and such, if someone is working that nine to five after they've already taken the action or they never took the action towards creating the life they really wanted to live because of the fear of failure, the fear of judgment or whatever have you, they use that as a means. They use their, you know, working a nine to five at a job that they hate, <laughs> selling for probably a body that they're not happy with, selling for a relationship they're not happy with. And they're never doing anything with their life. They're never, they're never going forward. Why? Because they've settled. Because here's the thing. 
the settling, the coping allows you to alleviate the stress and anxiety of what you know it would cost in order to break through and change your life to get to that next place that you know you're capable of, you know you're qualified for, I know that you're qualified for, I know that you're capable of it, but because you know the cost it's going to take, you're not willing to do it. Because you know the hard times it's going to take, you're not going to do it. Because you know it's easier to sit on my ass all day and watch Netflix and chill and be a lazy ass and not do anything with my life, you know the cost it's going to take if you just get off your butt, get to studying in, go to Starbucks, get down on your computer and go to work every freaking day after your dreams, after your goals, knowing that, hey, this is my life. This is only one shot. There's no do-overs on this. I need to stop living like I'm going to live for forever. I need to just stop settling. I know I'm capable of more. I need to stop being afraid, overcome that fear and go out and do more. But because you're afraid of what the cost will be, because you're afraid of what the judgments of other people might be, because you're afraid of, of losing, because you're afraid of falling flat on your face, because you're afraid of humiliating yourself, you never take the, take, never take the action. So what happens? You settle. And you never actually make anything of your life. You go through and most people, it's been said before, most people live a life of quiet desperation because you know you're capable of more. You know you want to do more. You know you want to break through and go do more things with your life and live, you know, have this experience with your family members, with your kids, with your wife, with your husband, with your boyfriend, girlfriend, with your community that you've never had the chance of experiencing before. You know, you want deep down, you know, you want to have those things and experience those things with other people that mean the most to you. But because I'm getting emotional thinking about this, man, but because you know, the cost it's going to take, you never, you never actually go for it. And I know for the bright person that's listening to this right now, that's eating you up every single day. Because, dude, I've said it before, it is impossible to feel great about yourself when you're performing at a level that's underneath what you know you're capable of performing at. You know, when you're just going through life, when you're just existing, but you choose, you consciously choose, whether you do it consciously or not, maybe you're just, you know, you're, you're habituated to it now and you just do it by default, but you cho- have chosen one way or another, you have, regardless if you understand it intellectually or not, if you did it consciously or not, I should say, you have chosen your life or more so, actually you didn't, you, you settled for your life. You chose to settle for your life. You chose to just lay down and, and just acquiesce and be like, you know what? Hey, this is it for me. This is all I have. I'm going to be, a, a, I'm going to go to Walmart and work every single day as a stalker. And I, I hate it. I go home to this relationship I hate. I go home to this body I hate. I go home to the house I hate, this couch that I hate. But dude, if you're unwilling to change anything that you're doing in your life, you're, you're, you're going to continue being miserable. You're going to continue taking that easy route. And dude, like I said at the beginning, what this podcast is titled, Ease is a Greater Threat to Progress and Hardship. And dude, just giving you some examples from my own life, man, it would be so easy for me whenever I first started what was then called Kona Qualified Apparel and then, you know, launched it, relaunched again, rebranded it and such. And then eventually got to where I did my first trade show in August of 2018. We had added the positive impact you know, part of our company where we're feeding families across America and such. And it's amazing. I'm super excited for the brand and the potential with it and continuing to grow and such. But like after my first trade show and actually after my first and second matter of fact, and then I'm going forward from that, actually my second trade show, this is actually a better example. So my second trade show, I remember I had a, um, I remember I had a lady in my booth and, you know, I hadn't, I didn't have the new logo that we have now and I hadn't, you know, gotten to, anyways, it's a progress, right? It's a process and we're continuing to grow and everything. But nonetheless, the product that we had then was still great and uh, it's even better now. I love it. So anyways, but we were, um, I was at, I was at the, I was at my booth. I've told this story before, but I had this lady who was in my booth and she was excited about the brand. She, you know, she bought in, bought into the concept of it, loved, loved the positive impact and, uh, you know, Hey, you know, like me too, let's go. And so anyways, she was, she said out loud to me, she goes, well, should I go ahead and buy now? Or should I just go ahead and, you know, buy later or come back later? And I, I didn't feel like I was worthy of the sale and I didn't feel like I was good enough for it. So therefore I chose the easy route to be like, you know what? Hey, or more so I chose not the easy route necessarily, but I just told her, I'm like, Hey, you know what? You can go and come back later. It's, it's all good. Well, dude, I'd know dang well after I told her that she wasn't going to come back. And sure enough, what happened? She did not. And, but I talked her out of the sale because I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. And then, you know, just give you some more examples. 
and this is all come this all comes down to also mental mental battles as well mental hurdles that we all need to overcome in our lives and what i didn't realize i needed to which going forward we'll get into that here in a second but like there's another time i was in um i was i was uh, going to different businesses and such and i w- you know went to a matter of fact matter uh, actually before that matter of fact during this trade show I had collected, I'm not even sure, maybe 20, 30, if not more business cards from different people who were interested in the brand um, that I'd never followed up with until months, months later. We're talking like June or July, bro. (laughs) And uh, just, yeah, awful. But, and then the same thing happened when I went to, uh, I went to Grapevine and uh, there was a lot of businesses that I visited. I think I visited, if I'm not mistaken, I know it was at least 13. It might have been more. I think it might have been 15, actually. And I visited all of them and didn't follow up with them. A week had gone by before I followed up with one. And the reason being, dude, I was taking, the reason being, I felt inadequate. I didn't feel good enough. And more so, I didn't feel like I was deserving of success. I didn't feel like I was worthy of success. So what happened? I settled. I took the easy route, which was not following up with any of them. Because why? Because I was scared of the potential hardship of getting rejected. I was scared of the potential hardship of well, what if they don't like the product? What if I, what if I fail? What if they don't like? What if they don't like me? What? What if they don't respond to my email? Blah blah blah. You know, it's going to take me so much time to send these emails. Blah blah blah. Which in reality, no, it doesn't. Uh, but like my brain started thinking about all these things. But also, it came down to I didn't feel like I was good enough. I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. And whenever you don't feel worthy of it, why would you ever think you're going to take any action either? If you don't feel like you're good enough for maybe attracting a certain person into your life or starting your own business, or you don't feel like you're good enough to get your, you know, get yourself off the couch and start eating better or start taking care of your body, whatever have you, or take your body to the next level or to start a podcast or to start a YouTube channel or whatever have you. If you don't feel you're good enough for it, why would you ever start in the first place? Well, let me tell you this first and foremost. If no one else will tell you this, I will. Whoever you are, man or woman, you are worthy of it. You're made worthy of it, man. You're made worthy of it. You were created worthy of achieving anything that you want to achieve in your life. You're qualified for that. You're created for more. You're made for more. So don't think that you're don't think that you're incapable. Don't think that you're not qualified. Don't think that you can't achieve these things. Dude, if you're, if you're willing to put in the work, if you're willing to go through the hardships, if you're willing to seek that discomfort and get out of your comfort zone and make something of your life, try and fail thousands of times and get up and keep going at it again with the, without a loss of enthusiasm, you can make anything you want of your life. But you've got to overcome that fear. And honestly, y'all, for me, it wasn't until actually coming back to that book I just mentioned as well, you know, mentioned a little bit ago now, I guess, uh, but the Wired for Success program for failure, I was reading that book and whenever it was talking, it was a, it's more of a faith-based book, but it, the principles in there are just outstanding. So regardless of where you stand faith-wise, I highly encourage you to read it. Uh, but one of the things it was talking about was how we're wired with God DNA. And what I took from that was like, dude, God wired us with with his DNA and everything that he did was a massive success. And since he modeled us, made us after his own image, we're made to be successful. We're wired to be successful. We're wired to go out there and achieve amazing things with our life. But you know, it's it's the culture and it's other things that happen in our life that program us to not, that program us to settle, that program us to live below our capability, to live below our potential, to think that we're not good enough, to think that we're not qualified, to think, who am I to go out and do these things? Dude, that's, that's a bunch of BS. And I know, you know, that's true. And, but like, once I realized that, you know what, Hey dude, I am good enough. Hey, I am qualified for this. You know what? God puts certain desires on our hearts, man. And for me, you know, whenever I was, it was in 2017, if you listen to the first episode of The Qualified, you've already heard this story before, but if not, um, in May, of this, how this whole thing started, if you will, uh, well, it kind of all started from triathlon in a sense, but kind of got me on the path, but I remember being in 20, in 2017, I was at home and I was at, in my house, it was in my room, I should say, and I was, you know, on this rant of positivity and is how I, has how I describe it. And I, I finally said, after this rant, I, at the end of it, I said, my mission is to live a life worth remembering, knowing that the world was made better because I lived, right? And after I realized that mission, that's how everything started. But dude, that whole thing would have never gotten started 
if I let the fear of what could happen stop me from taking any action. I think I feel like there was a different point I was trying to come up there with, but I just forgot my train of thought. But nonetheless, here we go. But like after I realized that mission, I'm like, dude, I, I, I've got to keep moving forward. I got to keep doing this because why? That's, that's why. Because I, all these things that I just remember the point, all these things that I have in my mind now, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, with, with what I want to accomplish with qualified apparel and what I want to accomplish with a qualified podcast. You know, the qualified podcast, I aim for this podcast to be one of the top ranking podcasts, number one ranking podcast in the world, right? I, that's my aim. I'm going to have, we're going to have some of the most amazing guests on this podcast. Like, dude, I'm so freaking pumped about that. And I can't wait to, for that to happen. But that's just part of the process. It's going to happen, you know, maybe sooner than later as well. We'll see. But anyways, but also the dreams that I have, the vision that I have for my company, Qualified Apparel. Dude, my vision for that company is to be the leading positive impact brand in the world. And when I say positive impact, you might say, well, why don't you just call it a give back? Dude, honestly, y'all, I hate that terminology, give back. I, 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 understand, the, I understand the heart behind it, right? Give back. You know, hey, we, you know, we're doing this. We, you know, we made a company. We're going to give back and help other people. I get it. You know, no, no, and and the heart behind it is nice, and the heart behind it's fine, but like I don't. Whenever I hear that term "give back," it makes me think of all these entitled a holes that think like, "Oh, I, I feel like I'm owed something. I feel like I, you know, I." And that's what I don't want. I don't want it to think that you know people are owed something, dude. You're not owed anything, man. Like if I, <laughs> Bill Gates does not owe anyone to go out there and do all the philanthropy work that he does. He doesn't have to do that. No, I mean, I mean, hey. People are gonna, you know, people are gonna criticize you regardless, but whatever. But like, there, there be no. I wouldn't hold anything against him if he didn't do all the philanthropy work that he did. Why? Because that's his money. He worked for it. Go for it, bro. I'm inspired by you, man. That's that opens up the realm of possibility for so many countless others. But like, the reason I even say a positive impact is because, like, dude, with qualified apparel, even our logo radiates that. Our logo demonstrates that. You know, our logo is a radiating plus, is what I refer to it as. It's a plus sign with like it looks like some you know light you know sun shining behind it. Everything we do and everything we're about is to make a positive impact, right? So that's why even whenever we you know whenever we started, we changed our name to Qualified Apparel. We added the the positive impact to that point. And we added all this stuff because we want to radiate positivity in everything we do, you know, and we want to leave this world. It goes back to my last mission to live a life worth remembering, knowing that the world was made better because I lived, you know. And so that's why the ultimate vision with the company, by the way, dude, I'm not putting down anyone that, that you know, is a give back company or whatever that, you know, does great things and they do great things with their with their work and such with their trade work. I'm not putting anything down. That's just that's just my view. I just I I'm not belittling anyone. I think Tom's does great work. Bombas does great work. Charity Water does great work. Feeding America does great. I mean, there's so many amazing people that categorize themselves a give back. I, that's fine, but we're not categorizing ourselves. Qualified Apparel and the qualified brand is not categorizing themselves as that. So, anyways, that's just a side note. But I um, but like. I want to, that's what my vision with the company is to be the leading positive impact brand in the world We've, to where we're providing food, clean water, education, and freedom from sex trafficking to millions across the globe every year. That's my ultimate goal with the company. And so, but I realized that the, the amount of work that's going to, that's going to take, dude, it'd be so much easier for me to just to like, all right, forget that. I'm not doing it. And, but that would be a huge disservice to everyone in the future and to everyone that's counting on this company doing great. Now, granted, I'm not saying that, you know, thousands, millions of people are counting on us to do great. But, dude, I want to serve people. I want to make this world a better place. And I feel like that's doing a disservice to not only myself, but also my creator if I take the selfish route of not pursuing my potential. And honestly, you're doing a disservice to not only yourself, your community, but everyone else who believes in you. Even if no one else believes in you, dude, I believe in you, man. So <laughs> that's one person at least. A lack of commitment to making your life better, a lack of commitment to moving your life forward is a sign of huge disrespect to everyone who believes in you. And honestly, it's a slap in the face to your creator. If you don't believe in a God, dude, hey, it's a slap in the face to the universe because the universe puts you here for a better purpose. And I believe God made you for a higher purpose as well. So take it to the bank. But dude, I realized that with all these desires and aspirations for my life as well, dude, everyone doesn't have that. Everyone does. I'm not putting myself up here. I'm just saying like, no, not everyone has like all these desires and dreams for life. Not everyone has a desire to go out and feed millions of people or provide clean water or provide education or provide, you know, freedom from sex trafficking to millions across the globe every year. Not a lot of people have that vision, but like, 
it would be easy for me, y'all, and listen to this, it would be easy for me to be like, you know what, dude, that's going to be a hard path. Forget that. I'm not about that life. And I'm going to just do something different. Well, you know what, dude, I could, and I could very well do that. And you know what, I'm, I'm going to talk to some of y'all out here right now. What dreams in your life do you have that, that you've shelved because you realize the amount of work it's going to take in order to achieve them? You realize the amount of time, you realize the amount of dedication, the amount of investment, the amount of sacrifice, the amount of whatever it's going to take in order for you to live your life at a higher level. How many are out there that have a dream like that? I mean, I know I do, but how many of you out there like you're like that? How, how many out there have an amazing dream for your life? Maybe it's to qualify for the Olympics someday. Maybe it's to start an orphanage. Maybe it's to start a charity of your own. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to do whatever. But you realize that that's out of the scope of your current situation and because you realize that, you know what? Oh my gosh, dude, I, in order to do that, I'm going to have to become someone else because I haven't achieved that yet. And you know what? If you've, you've listened to Les Brown's stuff, Les Brown's famous for saying in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been. So dude, the easy way would be such a deterrent to progress than the hardship it would be, the harder way to do it than to just simply wake up every day and get after it. Dude, you don't have to get it perfect, bro. You don't, you don't have to get, I know perfectionism is a huge thing that's out there because people want it to be perfect. Why? Because they fear the judgments of other people and how it's going to look if I try the first time it doesn't succeed. People, dude, we all see the social media out there where, you know, people are showing their highlight reel, right? And that's why I make a point to tell y'all about the crap. Like I posted a, a picture just recently about me printing shirts and, uh, <laughs> and like the station I do, it's not that clean. It's full of, uh, full of lint and whatnot and some dust as well and everything. But like, I, I make a point to share the negative times as well. Not so negative. I share, I make a point to share the starting points as well. I make a point to share the background. That's why on this podcast, I've talked about how I used to be suicidal, how I used to struggle with porn. I used to struggle with being a thief. Dude, I make a point to share the background. Why? Because dude, it's not easy. It's not easy. The hardships are what make you better. The hardships are what elevates you to that next level. We're not standing, every person you see that is successful, maybe it's in relationships, maybe it's in their business, maybe it's in their health, maybe it's in their spirituality, whatever area, name it. No one is standing there. They just woke out of bed and they magically were successful. Dude, they're, they're not standing on a mountaintop of success. They're standing on a mountaintop of failure. They're standing on a, on a failure after failure after failure after failure after failure after failure and failure times infinity. I mean, not infinity, but like there's so many freaking failures they've had to overcome in order for them to get to where they are today. So why do you think that your life is going to be so different that, you know what, you know, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this person made it and I'm, I'm inspired by them and everything, but like, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not so sure I can do it. What do you, what do you think? You think they, they have so much self-confidence in themselves that then that, that they never struggle with inadequacy, that they never felt good enough. They never felt qualified. Are you kidding me? Dude, no, even like, I think even if I'm not mistaken, Steve Weatherford, who is a NFL you know, an NFL punter and played for, played for the Giants in their Super Bowl and is a was rated. I think he was um, rated by uh, by Men's Health magazine as the fittest person in the NFL or fittest man in the NFL. And he every single time he got up there to kick, he always felt inadequate. Is what he talks about. Now, granted, I, I can I might have that story a little bit off, but I'm pretty positive I'm at least 99 percent on 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 point with that story. But like if even someone who's already made it, he's already in the NFL, even my buddy Justin Schenk, who was hanging out with Nick Sansonisasso and other amazing guys who I admire as well, who he calls friends, which is amazing. He was in a room with these, with these men and he felt inadequate. He felt like he was an imposter. Like, dude, I don't belong here. So dude, don't think that just because you don't feel like you're good enough, don't think that just because you don't feel like you're worthy enough, that you're qualified for, that you have, that you're not made for that. Don't think that, you know, uh, don't let that limit you is what I'm saying. Don't let that stop you from just taking that first step. Dude, every professional athlete was once an amateur. Remember that. Gwen Jorgensen, who's, you know, won Olympic titles, who's an amazing runner, amazing triathlete, she didn't roll out of bed one day and, and became everything that she did. She had a starting point. 
Michael Phelps, and one of the, you know, the most amazing swimmer, most decorated Olympic athlete who's ever been there. He didn't magically roll out of bed and you know came where he came. No, he had to start somewhere. Usain Bolt, same story. Dude, Oprah Winfrey, an amazing, amazing example of not allowing that fear to stop you, not allowing your past to dictate your capabilities. Dude, before I go into the story, there's a, there's a thing that I got from, uh, oh gosh, it's, it's, the, it's the author of, it's the creator of this uh, Instagram account. You, every one of y'all should follow. It's called Your World Within. And his name is Eddie. I forget what his last name is. It's actually kind of a cool sounding last name. But there was this video he posted recently and it said, mistakes, they don't define us. Heartbreak, it doesn't kill us. And criticism, it doesn't shape us. But I'll tell you what, the fear that they do stops a lot of people from becoming who they're capable of becoming. Panicking at the slightest sign of discomfort, moving away from anything but the convenience. When in reality, inconveniences are the path. You know, and he goes on to say, Ryan Holiday is quoted with an amazing quote. It says, the obstacle is the way. The price it's going to take is the way. The journey that you're going to have to start on is the way. Dude, think about this. You want to wake up? Do you seriously want to get to your deathbed and think about all these things you could have done? Think about all these things you could have been? Think about all these things, all the impact you could have created, but you didn't because you feared judgment. You feared failure. You feared taking the risk and what it might look like, what it might, what the consequences might be of that. I encourage you to think of this. What's it going to cost you if you don't take the action? What's it going to cost you if you do choose to take the easy route instead of progressing forward, seeking that discomfort as yes, Siri talks about and getting out there every single day, knowing it's going to be hard, knowing it's going to be tough, but dude, hard work towards making your life how you want it to be. It's going to make you wildly happy <laughs> because if you're, if you're not working, dude, you might say, well, Ryan, I'm working hard every day. I go and I dig ditches every day or I do this or do that. Dude, I'm not against blue collar work at all. I've been there myself. I am all for it. But just because you're working hard at a task doesn't mean you're necessarily getting better every day. Doesn't mean that you're actually creating the life that you want to have. Dude, I can go to my backyard right now, dig a hole in my backyard for the next 20 years of my life, say I'm working hard, and what's going to happen? I'm just going to get a little bit deeper in the hole. I'm going to be working hard, but no progress will actually have been made. I mean, besides having a bigger hole and whatnot. But like, you see what I'm saying? Like if your hard work is, is not hard work by itself will make you happy, provided that it is toward an end goal, more so provided, provided it's, it's toward the process of creating the life that you want. Dude, sometimes that, that end goal can get you going and such, but it's more about the person you become along the way. It's more about the character you build, the lessons you learn. And the per like I said, the person you become along the way are far more valuable, you'll often find, than the end goal itself. Dude, I started this whole journey of, you know, the, the qualified podcast, qualified apparel, and everything was, like I mentioned before, was started because of wanting to qualify for the Ironman World Championship, which granted, dude, I still want to qualify that. That's still an aim in my life. But right now, I'm more focused on growing this business, growing qualified apparel. I'm more focused on creating this life that I want to live. I'm more focused on that now. Why? Because I'm still young. Dude, I'm only 28 years young, and I have my whole life ahead of me. But I'm not going to leave it the chance. I'm not going to allow the fear of failure to stop me. I'm not going to take the easy route and be like, you know what, dude? I... <laughs> I just assume just kind of like get by, you know, if, if that were the case, dude, I'd still be working at Chili's right now. Nothing wrong with working at Chili's whatsoever, but it was time for me to move on. It was, I'd worked there for just about 10 years. It'd be 10 years. Actually, actually this September would have been 10 years for me, but like I could very well still be working there. Nothing will be wrong with that. But I know as a conviction in my own heart, I know that I'm made for more than that. And dude, I know that if you're listening to this podcast right now, there's a, a high a high probability that you know you were made for more as well. And I just implore you, I just encourage you, and honestly, I beg you to please 
do something with your life. Don't settle. If you've been settling, dude, the beautiful thing about that is that every day is a new day and every moment is a new moment. You know what? Your process, your path towards breaking through and creating the life that you want to live might be different than mine, especially if you have kids or you have different responsibilities. But here's the thing, bro. We <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying bro. Uh, we, we all have 24 hours in a day right? It's just a matter of how we choose to allocate that time every single day. That's going to determine where, what we do and how productive and how much we, we move forward every single day. You know, what can you do differently today that could guarantee a better tomorrow? How can you do? Cause growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to be better. You know, could you take a little less time watching Netflix? Could you, instead of working out for two hours, could you work out for an hour? Could you work? Could, how important is it to you? How, or maybe, maybe it's working out. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe you don't work out. Maybe it's like, but you, you can, you can, you can get up a little hour earlier. You can do certain things. What, what is the cost you're willing to pay in order to create the life that you truly want? You know, and, and I encourage you as well, whenever you see someone who's creating the life that they want, don't be envious of them. Don't be jealous of them. Don't be like, oh, well, they're this or that other thing and talk negative about them. Dude, are you kidding me? Don't do that. Because here, here's the thing. There's this book that I love, and it's called As a Man Thinketh. It's based off that you know, proverb, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And there's this amazing quote. It's kind of long, but I'm going to read it to you because it's, it's absolutely amazing when it comes to how some people view people who are successful, who have made their life how they want it to be, who never settled and continually chase their potential. Because dude, the more you chase your potential, the more successful you're going to come in any area of your life. The more you choose to seek that discomfort and refuse to accept mediocrity, refuse to take the easy route. Dude, just like when it comes to, um, when it comes to like working out for me, for example, I love it whenever I'm doing this thing, like this hit, this hit class I take here locally in Fort Worth at this company I work at called Zen 22. <clears throat> And whenever I'm doing a rep, whenever I'm doing like a weightlifting or whatever have you, I always think of do one more. Like I'll do one more push on the rower. I'll do one more rep on a bicep curl. I'll do one more squat, one more calorie, whatever. Why? Because I condition myself to do more than is expected of me, right? And I, it's, it's that one, it's that one, you know, that, the axiom that says, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. Just like coming back to, I've talked about this before on the podcast. If you're a person that leaves their cart out in the parking lot and you don't put it away in the cart rack simply because you say, oh, that's someone else's job or, oh, I'm in a hurry or, oh, uh, whatever, it's raining, I got to get in. If you can't do the smallest things right, why would you think you're going to be successful in any other thing? So that's, that's, a, that's a side note. That's for free. But anyways, this quote from this book, As a Man Thinketh, goes like this. It says, the thoughtless the ignorant and indolent seeing only the apparent effects of things and not the things themselves talk of law of fortune and chance seeing a man grow rich they say how lucky he is observing another become intellectual they exclaim how highly favored he is and noting the saintly character and wide influence of another they remark how chance aids him at every turn i love this part it says they don't see the trials and failures and the struggles which these men have voluntarily encountered in order to gain their experience, have no knowledge of the sacrifices they have made, of the undaunted efforts they have put forth, of the faith they have exercised, that they might overcome the apparently insurmountable and realize the vision of their heart. They do not know the darkness and the heartaches. They only see the lights and the joy, and they call it luck. Do not see the longing, arduous journey, but only behold the pleasant goal and call it good fortune. Do not understand the process, but only perceive the result and call it chance. Are you getting it yet? Are you realizing that the easy way would be to not go through any of that? You know, they don't see, they only behold, you, you see the end goal. You see the end result of maybe like a Rachel Hollis or a Tony Robbins doing these amazing things or a LeBron James or whatever doing these amazing things. And you say, oh man, that'd be awesome to have. And it's, it's so good for them. Or you, maybe you start criticizing them for, oh, this or that. They never worked for it, whatever have you. You don't see the background. 
you don't see the arduous journey. You don't see the the times whenever a man like Tony Robbins wanted to throw in the towel and quit. You don't see those times. You don't see the tears. You don't see the feelings of inadequacy. You don't see the depression. You don't see the suicidal thoughts. You don't see the whatever. You just see the person that made it. Be like, oh, got to be easy for them. It's not going to be easy for me though. Dude, are you kidding me? The journey is what it's all about. The process is what it's all about. But but going the easy way is going to be more detrimental to you ever achieving anything in your life if you just instead just break out, take the first step and go through it. Go through the hardship. Go through the life lessons. Embrace the journey. Dude, there's a new shirt that we have for Qualified Apparel. It says, embrace, it says, enjoy the journey. Embrace the adventure. Because, dude, it's an adventure, man. It's a journey. There's going to be, dude, of course there's going to be highs. Of course there's going to be lows. But, dude, there's going to be such amazing views along the way. There's going to be such amazing things you're going to learn, such amazing things you're going to experience, such amazing things you're going to benefit from that you're going to be able to add value to not only yourself, but, dude, the world around you. The, be- the, the best, one of the best things you can do to make this world a better place is work on yourself. One of the best services that you can give to anyone else is to fix yourself first, is to go on work on yourself first. That's why it's so important on a regular basis to be committed to moving your life forward. Keep moving forward. Growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to be better, y'all. But if you're not moving forward, if you're choosing to take the easy route, your life is going to be hard, which seems which seems funny. Like, what do you mean if I take the easy route, it's going to be hard. Dude, it's going to be hard to see other people succeeding at a higher level. And honestly, your life's going to be pretty miserable because here's the thing. How many people out there, oh gosh, especially in the media today, how many people out there attack people that are super successful. You know, I'm just going to talk about money right now. How many people attack the 1%? How many people attack people that are living their lives at such a higher level? How many people attack people that bought their worked hard and bought their own jet, bought, you know, bought a fancy car that they've always wanted since they were younger, bought this, bought that, did the, you know, this is the tangible things. How many people are pissed off at those kind of people? It's not the fact that they don't that they don't that they're pissed, that they're ticked off with of their stuff. They're ticked off with the fact that, you know what, because they know that deep down they could have it too, but because they know the work it's going to take, they don't want it. They're going to tear someone else down and not don't want them to have it. You know, it's jealousy. It's envy. And honestly, it's pathetic. It's pathetic because every moment you spend tearing someone down, being envious and jealous of what someone has because they chose to progress their life by going through the hardships. Dude, there was a guy recently I was listening to on Ed Milet's podcast. I forget his name. Uh, he's a car guy, whatever. But he talks about how he was an, he, he was an immigrant from a, from a Middle Eastern country. And he came over to this country and he started with nothing was living in his car actually at a, at a certain point with his family, started from nothing, worked his butt off, and created the life that he has now. But I guarantee you there would be people that will criticize him without knowing crap about his story, without knowing anything about his story. Just like that quote I just read, they don't see any of it. And they say, oh, he's just lucky. Or, oh, he doesn't deserve it. Oh, he should give that money away. Shut up. Shut up. Every moment you spend wasting time being envious and jealous of someone else is taking away from the opportunity that you could be making your life live at a higher level. So shut up. If you're one of those people, not even respectfully, just shut up. Like work on yourself. You don't know there's backstory. Dude, am I saying that everyone who, you know, is living their life at a higher level when it comes to financial terms got there the honest way? Of course. Dude, people are people. There's crooked preachers. There's crooked cops. There's crooked, you know, people that work in charity that people are people they're going to disappoint you they're going to let you down people are going to take the wrong way of doing it they're going to cheat people out of it of course that happens i'm not denying that fact but that's not everybody and honestly life doesn't reward people like that ultimately life doesn't reward people like that the universe doesn't reward people like that god doesn't reward people like that that take advantage of other people Eventually, life comes around to bite them in the butt. You know, that thing called karma, right? So <laughs> there's a dad joke I heard recently. It said, uh, I bought a female dog recently. I called her karma. You can figure that out for yourself. Anyways, but dude, I encourage you, man. If you, just saying on that point, if you see people that, are, that have voluntarily taken the hard route and have, because of that, achieved in their life and, have li- and are living their lives at a higher level, I encourage you with this, please. 
there's this term called mudita. It's a Buddhist term. It's a book I read a while back called the Book of Joy. And what it talks about is the ability, what it means more so, is the ability to find joy in the success of others. If you see someone who's got an amazing body, if you see someone who has the house you'd like to live in, the car you want to live in, maybe they have a relationship that you want or whatever have you, don't be envious of them. Don't be jealous of them. Be grateful for them. Be like, dude, you know what? I'm happy for this person. And because here's the thing. We as humans are really not that different. I love what Gary Vaynerchuk talks about. He's like, if you know, if someone is looks like you, what do I mean like looks like you? If they're a man, if they're a woman, if they're black, white, brown, purple, yellow, green, whatever, and they have achieved, there's no excuse for me. There's no excuse for us, dude. If someone else looks like us, comes from a similar background or whatever have you, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. You know, and there's no reason why we can't do it. There's no reason why we can't rewrite our own journey. There's no reason why we can't rewrite our own book. Dude, provided that you're still living, provided that you're still breathing and above ground, that's an amazing day to be alive and you have an amazing opportunity to take advantage of your life starting today. But if you choose to take the easy route, if you choose to take the route that, you know, seems like it'd be, you know, easier by not going for your dreams and goals, by just settling and perpetuating your life of mediocrity, perpetuating your life that's living below what you know you're capable of performing at, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be, you're going to feel like crap all your life. And what sucks is that it doesn't have to be that way. And I hope that's not you. I hope it's not. But unfortunately for most people, it is. They go to a job they hate. They settle for a relationship they hate. They settle for a body they hate. And they do it every day. And their life perpetuates that. But it doesn't have to be that way. But if you realize that, you know what, dude? I'm going to get after it. I'm going to take Ryan's advice. You know what? I encourage you with this. If you want to start this process, write down the perfect life. More so not perfect. Write down the life that you want to live. Write down the kind of body that you want. Write it down. Seriously, I do it. I, I've done this before. I have a vision board for this reason. Write down the ideal life that you want. Write it down. Write it down. Write down the kind of body that you want. Write down the kind of house you want to live in. Write down the kind of car you want to drive. Write down the kind of neighborhood you want to live in. Write down the kind of relationship you want to have. You know, write down all these things and make it plain. Make it clear. Get that vision out there. Make it plain, right? Get it in front of you. And then figure out, okay, you know, this is where, okay, how can I start? What, what would the person, the kind of man, the kind of woman I want to be, what would they act like? What would they do? How would they live their life how would the version of me that's living this kind of life, how would they act? How would they conduct themselves? What would they do every day? Do you think they'd be, I mean, would they watch Netflix every day like I do for two and a half hours after work? Probably not. Would they, you know, start thinking about the habits you need to adopt in order to start becoming this person. And that's a cause set emotion. And write it down. Dude, get that vision board. Put it up and be like, dude, I'm going to make efforts every single day. I'm not going to get it right. I'm going to fail. I'm going to look foolish. I'm going to look dumb. But you know what? I'd rather look foolish and dumb and be successful versus looking foolish and dumb by perpetuating mediocrity. So I encourage you, please do that. Get clear about it. And also as well, dude, there are thousands of books out there by people who have already done all these things you want to do. And they're on Amazon, they're on Barnes and Noble, they're at eBay, whatever. There's a lot of podcasts by these same people as well. Dude, Born to Impact with Joel Marion and Dan Long is a wildly useful and massively valuable resource that y'all need to listen to as well. That's I'm actually there's gonna be a series I'm coming up in about certain podcasts you need to listen to. And that's definitely gonna be one of them on there. But like there's no shortage of information out there, guys. There's only there's no shortage of resources. There's just a shortage of resourcefulness. So I encourage you, if you're listening to this, and this is somehow some of the things I've I've talked about right now in this 53 minutes we've been going for. If this is spoke to, spoken to you in one way or the other, there's a reason for that. The reason is because you know you're capable of more and I know you're capable of more and I know that it's tearing you up every single day that you're not living your life at a higher level and that whether you know it or not, you have settled for your life. You've taken the easy route because you knew that the progress it was going to take, the progress, the the journey it was going to be, was going to be be hard and the hardships that were going to come as a result of that journey are going to be hard. But what would be harder? Would it be harder waking up on your deathbed or more so being on your deathbed, I should say, 
with all the regrets, all the disappointments of what you didn't do? Or would you rather be on your deathbed and be like, damn, I did it right. You know, dang, oh gosh, you know what? I messed up here and there, but you're not going to think about the mess up. See, you're going to think about all the accomplishments too. If I, I mean, you can probably laugh at the mess up. See, I know I will. I, I know I still do matter of fact, I still laugh at like certain things I've done with qualified apparel or the qualified podcast or other things I've ventured into as well. Right. I laugh at them, dude. And don't never take yourself too seriously either. No one else does. So why should you take yourself so seriously? But man, just start on that process. And remember there's, I forget who says it, but it's been said before that regret weighs, that discipline weighs ounces and regret weighs tons. So I, I, I just implore you, please don't get to your deathbed wishing you would have done more, knowing you could have done more and you never did it because you settled. You're qualified for more. You're made for more. And you were born to live your life at a higher level. So I encourage you, if you, if, you if, if need be, I'm happy to uh, provide you some encouragement any way I can, but ultimately it's going to be up to you. Um, I'm already on that path, dude. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying I, I'm where I want to be just yet in my life. Absolutely not. But I'm on the path. I'm taking the, I'm taking the steps on a consistent basis and I'm on the journey and it's a freaking blast. And there's honestly, dude, there's nothing like going to bed at night. You know, Andy Frisella said this really, really powerfully and I a hundred percent agree with it. There's nothing like going to bed at night after a hard day's work towards creating the life that you want to do. You know, whenever I've, you know, gotten up, gone to work, gone, gone to my workouts, went and recorded a podcast, made some business calls, sent some emails, went, printed shirts for six hours, then came back to work, taught a class, went back to start, went to Starbucks after class and then continued working and like listing stuff and doing stuff and doing the things that are necessary towards me, towards having this company become the company I want it to have, towards having the impact I know it will have, towards having, towards living the life that I know my last mission is. That's fulfilling. And that's what it's all about. And then waking up again and doing it all over again. Whenever you're living in that passion, whenever you're living a life that you know you're born to live, whenever you're doing the things that you know you're put on this earth to do, and you're working towards creating that life every single day, it's not going to feel like work. It's not going to feel draining. And it's a hell of a lot more rewarding than the life that you were living before. You know, it's, there's going to be hardships, of course. But it's so worth it, man. Results are never easy, but they are always worth it. So I encourage you, please go out there and create your life. Say whenever, you know, 10 years can go by from now. Gosh, this time next year can go by from now. But I encourage you, whenever time passes by, maybe 10 years from now, five years from now, whichever, be sure that you can say without a doubt, indubitably say that you chose your life and you didn't settle for it. You chose not to go the easy route. You chose to take on the hardships head on. You didn't settle for your life. You went out there and made it great. Be sure you can say that. Guys, <clears throat> I need some water, man. I've been t- <laughs> My throat is getting dry. Anyways, y'all, that is the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. I trusted you enjoyed that. I got to remind you again, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please list, you know, share it out with a friend? Not just with this episode, with every episode, man, whenever you get value out of it, I encourage you, please share it out with a friend. Let someone else know that you enjoyed it as well. And also, if this is not your first time listening and you're several episodes deep, leaving a five-star review would do uh, would be just super califragilisticexpialidocious. I'd really appreciate that so much. And if you haven't already, I encourage you to subscribe so that we can be notified of new episodes coming out every single week. And uh, y'all, this is a, this is a great... I, this this honestly sometimes whenever i do whenever i do these podcasts a lot of times these will speak more to me these will speak to me just as much as i hope they're speaking to you as well and this one is just as much as that because this 2019 has been a breakthrough year for me and i know that 2020 will be even more incredible i i'm just grateful to god for all the opportunities that are coming in my life with qualified apparel and all these other amazing things people that are coming in that i know We're just getting started, dude. We're just getting started. Y'all, enjoy the rest of your day. Remember, use what we talked about. I encourage you to write down what your ideal life would be. I encourage you to go back and listen to this podcast 
once more again, especially if it spoke to you and you know that you're capable of more. I know you're capable of more. I know you're qualified for more. And um, if this hit your heart, let me know. Actually, let me know, man. We do have a dedicated email for, for this podcast as well. You can email me directly at thequalifiedpodcast at gmail.com or you can slide into those DMs on Instagram at Ryan C, letter C. C is in, oh gosh, Alpha Bravo, Charlie. Yeah, there we go. C is in Charlie. Uh, Ryan C. Huff on Instagram. Both of those uh, links are in the show notes as well. Guys, I will see you next Wednesday. Until then, you know what it is. Bro, let's go. Chase your potential. Live a life that makes a positive impact. See you next week. Have an amazing day.